Hello, everybody. Welcome to Malavision, the podcast that gives you the voice and the vision to be heard, allowing you to share your story and get the vision to go on in life and succeed. Hello, and welcome to Malavision, the podcast that gives you the vision and the voice to be heard. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Malavision. Um, and today I am joined by Sarah Tyler, a vet and a mum, mum to two, and has been my sister in law for now seven years, known me for 11. So, for start off, Sarah, tell me, tell me a bit about you. Uh, so, my name's Sarah. I'm a vet. I have two children. So, one of them I had six weeks ago. Um, so, I am, although I'm a vet, I'm on maternity leave at the moment. Um, but, yeah, that's it. How long have you been a vet then? Um, so, I graduated in 2016. So, I'm in my, is my seventh year? Yep. Um, as, as being a vet. Oh, lovely. And how long did it take you to qualify? I guess quite long. I mean, doctors, it's seven years. Is it that long for a vet? Um, so for vets, um, it's five or six years. So mine was five years. Um, but yeah, it, did, it felt like a, a long time at the time. And you said five or six. Does six depend on the different qualifications you want? If you want to expand your uh, qualifications or does it just depend on university? Yeah, so I think some people do uh, an extra thing in the middle and depends on the university you go to and things like that. But the course that I did was um, was five years. Um, but I think the five years, it, it was a long time, but it never feels like enough. I think, you know, there's so, so much to learn. And, you know, we have to ask now, what's your um, funniest story of, you know, funniest operations you've had to do on animals and things like that? Go on. Also, there's there's loads. So um, I I like working. Um, well, I have worked, and don't, I don't tend to mind working as an on call vet. So I remember one Christmas I was here at your house, and um, I had a call on um, say on Christmas Eve, um, just as we were about to sit down for dinner, and someone rang me and they said, um, "My dog, he's eaten a whole box of he ate a whole box of Quality Street last week, and now he's pooping out the wrappers." <laughs> so I had to leave in a hurry uh, for that on that Christmas Eve. But all sorts dogs eating things they shouldn't um and having to um have it having to cut them out pairs of pants and things like that oh there was one um on the christmas theme i had um a cat that um i had, had a piece of tinsel that I'd, i had to um extract from its back end that <laughs> i'd made it all the way <laughs> but uh, just needed some help um but yes christmas is is, uh, is a funny time being being a vet um at least you got that tinsel out my dog still has tinsel in him <laughs> <laughs> I think your dog needs a story, a whole story book made about him. He's uh, he's been a very lucky boy. The things that he eats. Yes, I mean he's he you know like Sarah saying he's eaten underwear and things, but somehow he hasn't need them surgically removed. I mean I saw a TikTok the other day and the um the vet um the they the man called the vet and they were like, oh yeah no get them up straight away um and we did we did for the first one um but uh, it turns out that my dog is quite spectacular and the things is eaten it is eaten car wheels and has pooped them out it has eaten tinsel uh, and that's still in him they you know and things like that so a whole variety of stories like sarah said whole storybook so tell me um 
So you have an allotment um, and you do that on the side of being a vet. So how's that? Oh, really good. So that's my, that's what I do for fun, really. So behind our house, there's a um, a little um, allotment in the public allotments, and um, yeah, it's just lovely, lovely place to go and um, do something else and um, exercise. And I don't have to go to the gym, which is nice. Um, and yeah, I love growing my own food. I love knowing where it's come from. I love that there's no food miles involved. Um, yeah, and it's something that I do with um, with the kids as well. So um, they they love coming out and um, and helping with the um, with the gardening, with the digging, um, and yeah, it's just something that that I love to do. Do you think it's important to get children involved in gardening? Do you think it helps, you know, like their fine motor skills and development skills, or you know, what do you think? Oh, oh yeah. So. Um, yeah, I I think it's it's so special being outside. Being outside is so important for, for for kids. I think I think I'm the same. If I don't go outside for you know at least half an hour and an hour a day, I feel like I'm I'm a dog. I need a walk a day. <laughs> um, uh, then I get a bit stir crazy. And I think it's the same with them that um, I've noticed with mine. They they need to be out outside a bit a day. And also be learning where your food comes from is really important. I think we're so detached from where our food comes from. Um, at the moment you know you just go to the supermarket and there's milk and there's meat and there's all these vegetables but no one actually knows where it where it's come from and what what effort's been put in to make that um yeah so like my daughter she won't eat peas if you put them on a plate but if she picks them she will eat them outside um but yeah it, I think it's it's really important um to for, for learning for, for everything really so um, you spoke about talking where vegetables come from and different types of vegetables. Have you ever had, um, uh, obviously, an obscure vegetable or, you know, a vegetable that you think, oh, blimey, you don't really hear about them a lot? Um, what What do you think? Uh, I love, uh, I'm obsessed with different coloured vegetables. <laughs> um, so I love growing things that are a bit a bit weird. Um, my, my dad grows things that are, re- he, he always likes growing things that are really weird. But um, so like funny different types of berries and, and things like that. that they t- he tends to not get big crops of things, but he gets lots and lots of weird things. But I like growing, um, yeah, so like purple carrots and purple potatoes and um, yeah, funny coloured um cauliflowers and yeah all sorts of things that they don't tend to produce lots and lots but you get you get quite a few that are a bit unusual and and you know you said that um as well as having that obviously you've got some lovely lovely chickens um so tell me what is it like because I heard last week obviously you get your eggs solely from the chickens so what is it like um because last week, for the first time, you had a double yolk, didn't you? Yeah. So we, um, yeah, we have chickens on the allotment, and um, yeah, they're they're great. Um, yeah, double yolkers are, are are great as well. I think that's something that you don't tend to get with a supermarket egg. Um, yeah. So they're just. Um, I love that knowing exactly where the egg comes from. Um, and yeah, the chickens are are great. I think you know, if everyone had space for a chicken, it would be it would be amazing. I saw this thing and it was quite incredible but I saw this thing and apparently now it might not be true I mean it was Google um but there there was this thing and it said that sometimes when you crack an egg the yolk can come out and everything then there can be another full egg with a shell inside have you ever heard of this 
Yeah, I have. So you can get all sorts of weird and wonderful things. So eggs are actually, when they're produced, they're produced from the inside out. So the yolk is produced first and then the sort of the white bit and then another kind of white bit. And then um, the shell is produced last. So that's produced in the shell gland right near the exit and then the egg is laid. So if anything sort of goes wrong in that process, you can get all sorts of weird and wonderful eggs. So um, uh, some of our chickens are, are ex-battery. So it means that they uh, were in like a poultry farm and then once they're um, sort of officially sort of spent so when the farms are sort of getting rid of them sometimes you can um, adopt these chickens but um, what can happen is, as they get older they, they lay eggs perfectly well but um, as, as they get older sometimes they lay more sort of funny eggs so we've had all sorts of things eggs without shells um, yeah egg, you know funny all sorts of funny shapes really big eggs really funny small round eggs um, yeah big variety and obviously, um, this is one of the dangerous things with um, chickens laying eggs. Have you ever had the um, very unfortunateness of um, the egg cracking inside? Because I know that's very rare, but it can happen and it can be very life-threatening, obviously. Yeah, so you tend to find as chickens get older, they're more likely to get... Um you know egg problems so um i think it's because the way we've bred them so we've bred them to produce an egg a day which is not natural compared to their um their natural um i suppose original the original chicken um which i think they were from indonesia um they didn't lay an egg a day that's you know that's crazy but we've bred them to lay an egg a day and sometimes that can just sort of wear everything out so we do get a lot of um egg related problems that um i see at work so with with hens that um are um were expatries so things like um egg peritonitis which is like an infection where um you know um the, the the egg system hasn't worked properly but um yeah all sorts of all sorts of problems they they can get from that um, they're more prone to things like ovarian tumours and things like that because that system is just working so, so hard and it works really hard for us to, to lay that, that egg a day. Do you ever feel um, like with um, your, obviously, pets and animals uh, that you look after and the ones you care for, the chickens you care for, do you find that helps with your mental health? Oh, absolutely. And I see it at work as well that... Um, it is such a special thing to have an animal or you know something that you look after in your life I think that's it's it's so important I think you know even if it's a plant <laughs> having something that takes your mind off whatever's going on in your life and that sort of responsibility of looking after something but then actually a, a dog or a cat or you know an animal that or a rabbit or whatever or that's something that gives you um something back when you look after it um I think is is so important and you know people say again and again and again how important their dog or their cat or whatever is is in their life um so yeah I, I i think um yeah having having a pet is really important i really like having my my chickens i like be having um, a reason to go outside every day um and yeah they you know I, I i like the you know feeding them and looking after them and um yeah and they do they people don't realize how much they give back so i think they are they can be quite dog-like um certainly mine can and they can you know they feed out of your hand and things like that but um yeah i um, i think having a pet is so important for for your mental health if you know if if it's possible yeah, I think I think you're right. I think um, mental health is such a great issue at the moment, and I think you know doing that and having those animals are really, really 
good and important to stay healthy. And I think if you have a reason to go outside, it's probably better because it's so easy. I'm sure that you've had some days where you thought, can't be bothered. But then you must have to think, actually, no, I need to, because if I don't, you know, I mean, one day probably won't do anything, but my animals could fall ill. Yeah, I th- I'd, I'd love a dog one day. I love the, the reason to go outside and, um, yeah, like, like your dog. <laughs> well, I'm not sure I want a dog that eats as many things as your dog does. No, I'm I'm not sure you'd want, ev- you know, I'm not sure you want to buy a pair of knickers every single week. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know what you think. No, but at least he, throw, he threw them back up, didn't he? <laughs> Round through the washing machine, they'd be fine again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it makes me laugh how all of us said... Are you gonna wash them? <laughs> yeah, no, but <laughs> disgusting. Do you know anybody that has done that? No, I think no, no. <laughs> no I don't know. <laughs> such an such an odd question. And I think it's so important. Do you find it hard to leave your work life at work and your home life at home especially when you know people bring in animals every day and you know and you know the recurring recurring clients and you have to stay there till like 1 2 a.m if you're working on them <laughs> yeah um yeah you've been you've been here when I've been at work and I, <laughs> and I've missed dinner and things like that haven't you but um yeah it is um it's a job that you can't just leave I think it's it's one of those where um you know it's it's really emotional um you get really involved um emotionally with the animals and also even more so with the with the owners with the people that um that look after the animals because you they are entrusting you with their um you know their their babies and you know it's so important for for them um you know especially we're talking about mental health and things like that um you know animals are really important to people and you know and and they're important to me as well and yeah I absolutely love my job it is um it is really fulfilling um it is it can be really hard at times so um you know sometimes when you know you know just the same with with everything isn't it sometimes things don't go the way you've planned um you know sometimes sometimes they don't get better and um it, it can be really hard and it can be really hard to to leave that um at work um and and then um yeah not take it home but um you know we try try to do that as 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 much as possible but yeah on the whole i i, I love my job um yeah mm. thank you so much for you know sharing because you know, online, when you apply for a vet job, obviously they want to make it sound out, so they're not going to say the negatives of becoming a vet, are they? Yeah, I think oh, I, I think the way that... I think everyone, you know, when when you're little, I think it's one of those things that, you know, oh, I want to be a vet when I'm big. <laughs> um, and it's quite a popular popular thing. Lots of um, little boys and girls who think, oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a great job. The reality of it, I suppose, is is a bit different. I think, you know, there's, there are things that you have to do. So, you know, putting animals down, there's, there's all those sorts of things. And, um, yeah, I think it, it's not it's not just cuddling puppies and kittens all day <laughs> as, as people think it is. It's a lot of communication. Um, it, it, yeah, there's a lot of variety. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, the, the, it's a job that can take you kind of anywhere, really, because it, it's, 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 it's science degree, so there's, you know, research and things like that. Vets are really important in keeping us safe. So in terms of um, meat inspections and, um, 
so working in, in abattoirs, but also in workings in exports and imports, which is really important at the moment. So with, with Brexit and everything changing, vets are, um, yeah, are, are really important in, in, in all those sort of food supply chains and keeping us safe. Um, and yeah, there's yeah loads loads of opportunities um, uh, as a vet, so they're not all um, just uh, dogs and cats and puppies and kittens. Um, but um, yeah, the um, it is it is a job that has a lot of variety. Um, but yes, it's not not just not just cuddling things all day. It can be hard work, long hours. Um, but um, yeah, it can be can be really fulfilling. Thank you so much for joining. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And just don't forget, guys, that um, that if you have struggled with any topics discussed, including um, mental health or depression, because we all know that you can get that with um, when you know you lose when you lose an animal, um, especially if it's a service animal or something like that. Um, there are support services after the outro. And remember that if you have struggled, then you can visit papyrus-uk.org. That is prevention of suicide. You can visit www.samaritans.org.uk or you can visit centreformentalhealth.org.uk. Remember, every day is a new day. Never give up and you are not alone. Thank you for listening.